Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Unmother and Unbothered, where we learn to forgive, heal, and thrive. And I have a very special Tell Us About It Tuesday. But it's going to be a little bit more because me and April just got off into some other stuff. So we're going to throw you a little Tell Us About It Tuesday bonus episode. So this is my old friend. Oh, not in like age. Cause she still got it going on. Well, I'm still cute too. We both still cute. Old as in, I've known her since college. Did you realize, April? It's been 20 years. I met you in '99, and it's like 2020 now. Yes. So, do I have Miss April Mack on the line? Hey, April. Hi, precious. We oh. have, mm, yeah, like 20 years, April. Ooh. Because freshman year had to be freshman year. That was freshman year, nine, 99, summer of 99. I, I I met you in the fall, so I probably met you in August. Did you yeah. start that? Yeah, the fall. Yeah, we wow. Started. Isn't that a long time? That's crazy. That's a long time. Man, we- it's too much. Too much. We are, we are definitely, wow, 20 years. That, um, that says a whole lot. That's is a whole, whole lot. I mean, I can't count on the on my hand how many friends that I have, have had that long mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just so priceless right there. We almost Man. forty though. You, did you did you realize? <laughs> <laughs> when I turned thirty eight, I was like, ooh, this. I'm almost forty. Yes. You know, I don't like I'm the sound forty. Of- I don't like the sound of 40. I didn't mind the sound of 30, and I didn't mind the sound of 35, but 40? 40 is like, am I still, do I still got it? Am I am I finna be like having a second life? Like I, I feel like I'm gonna have a second life, but I'm, I feel like I'm in my, I feel like, I don't know, maybe I am in my the second version of my life, and it'll be like a third and a fourth, because I'm definitely not, not when we met, 20 years ago, I'm definitely not doing what I thought I would be doing. Oh, wow. right. Me, me either. Because no. I didn't go to school for education at all. Oh, I know. I know. I know. No, no. But that's a testament to everybody listening. If you're younger, if you're in college, if you're getting ready to go, like my dad told me, just get your degree if you feel like you want one. But to be honest, it doesn't take all of that. And you're talking to somebody who has a bachelor's and two masters. I'm telling you, it doesn't take mm-hmm. all that. If you know what you want to do, you can go get a trade. If you want to be a plumber, if you want to be electric, whatever you want to do, if you want to do hair, do that, mm-hmm. cut through the fluff, whatever. So let me not get sidetracked because we will get sidetracked. <laughs> Point of Tell Us About a Tuesday is to tell all of my listeners about what you have going on. So we're going to start with your profession. Let me say that. You go into it as you see fit. Um, I am a group fitness instructor and if I had to just shorten it down, but, um, specifically I teach kickboxing. I teach Pilates. I teach a cardio kickboxing and um, I also teach a self-defense course. Uh, so in group group, I specialize in group fitness specifically Um, I've been doing that for about, ooh, about seven years, seven years. 
collectively um, and a few things just recently I've probably been teaching Pilates about three and a half years and um, my signature class I created almost two years ago so I got a lot of things rolling at one time but I'm a group fitness instructor I, I, I and I love it it's like one of my favorite it is it is my gift and um, if I have to say my ministry so Hmm. You know, you were in college for communications. Yes. So I always thought that you were going to be like a news anchor or like on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that what you're in what you're doing, you communicate still. But we never thought it would be really using your body and you know yeah. that knowledge to communicate. Where where um do you work? What city are we talking about? I am in Birmingham, Alabama. Beham, the magic city, <laughs> the magic city, Birmingham, Alabama. Um, you know, <laughs> I need a Birmingham fitness right here. <laughs> I had to make sure we specify because I have listeners everywhere to know that um, where you were. So you mentioned a signature class. What yes. does that consist of? So um, a couple years ago, I was invited to um, to teach for. Uh, Birmingham Park and Rec, the city Park and Rec, and I am. Um, they asked me, "Hey, hey, you seem like a pretty amazing instructor. A lot of people love you. Would you come teach a cardio kickboxing class a, for us in front of our boot camps?" And at the time, I did not have a class um, at all. I didn't have anything. I teach a traditional style kickboxing class for fitness. So. I was like, man, didn't know that it was a need or a demand for that. Um, I had just finished my Pilates certification and I thought, I'm going to create a class and I'm going to make it the two things that I'm passionate about the most, kickboxing and Pilates. So I created my signature class, what I call Kickbox Sculpt, which is a cardio kickboxing inspired um, class with some sculpting movements done to a choreographed, you know, beat to all the hits, to all your favorite songs. Um, and it uh, ends with a mind, body, spiritual component with the cool down. So it is, in fact, me, everything about me that I've, that I have, um, poured into the class and it's really become Man, it's blown up so big that I have really had to take some time back and spend a little bit more time than just me playing around with my cardio class, like my little 20 minutes before the boot camp. It's no longer 20 minutes before the boot camp. It is a signature class within itself that I have had the pleasure of hosting every week and taking it all over the city um, of Birmingham. I cannot wait to um, do some more pop-ups this year in 2020. So. Right. So when you said that you um, created the class and then it blew up, so people begin to like want to be in that class and it started to get crowded. Did you have to add classes or how did that, how did you handle that demand? It was um, initially, I had access to, um, to every rec center in the city. And it was like, man, where do I go? Where do I go to teach my class? I, um, 
accepted just uh, one of the rec centers, which had a big gymnasium. And I thought, man, I'm just going to do a boot camp. I'm just going to do a kickboxing boot camp. And that's how it started off. I was like, okay, I'm going to do MacFit kickboxing boot camp. And my boot camp would have a hundred people in there doing kickboxing. And I would just teach air, you know, air striking and I would turn the music on and I would do core on the floor. And um, about a year and a half ago, it was like, you know, hundred people. I wanted to, I wanted to like make the class. How do you describe it? I wanted to make it where it was smaller and it was hard to get into. Like Mm -hmm. I almost wanted to like Mm -hmm. just take it away from just a little bit because in order for me to grow it, I really had to build it from the bottom up. So I needed like, I needed a group of people who were willing to like, just try anything that I threw out there. Like I might be freestyling that day. (laughs) Um, So I made the classes smaller. I put it in a smaller room. Instead of a hundred, I took it down to 40. Um, I made the class um, one day a week and I made it even more signature by heating the room and adding a heated component to it. It went bananas. Like you would, you would think that, oh, having bigger space would make it great, but me making it smaller and even more signature, I didn't even have to advertise the class. Like the word of mouth was so crazy that somebody brought a new friend every week and five more friends and people who were just walking by would hear about it um so it it's it's good I added two more days to the schedule and um I added a created a glute a glute class a booty class to the component and it just kind of pulls the people who aren't the during the week people to the weekends um it's, it's, that's, that was my initial, how do I handle the demand of it? Um, secondly, to answer your question, my, my class was so popular at the time, this is a year ago, that I had quite a few entrepreneurial spirited friends who are open in businesses and loved fitness too. And they have space, had space and was like, yo, bring your, bring your signature class here. Like, would you be willing to do that? Right. And, and you know, help me grand open my spot. And so I was like, well, I would have to give up some time for my other training, but let's do it. You know, right. So, right. Right. that's how, that's kind of how I was. I was like, okay, let's do it. So not only would my class like transcend from me doing it in this one little signature spot, it would just... I would do it, you know, by the hundreds and hundreds outside. And um, I got invited to view of city events that were just like, you know, exclusive. I don't want to say like, I, there are a lot of city events, a lot of opportunities to be in front of people, but I have been really blessed to be a part of the exclusive ones. And the ones that pay really well for this little class idea Mm-hmm. that I got <laughs> and I was like wow okay I thought I wanted to brand April Mac fit that was my goal um last year a little bit more tell tell people who I am because I thought that that's what people wanted to know they want to know about you 
And now they want to know where is Kickbox Goats going to be at next. Right. And are you having class this Wednesday or not? And, <laughs> and that's it. They like, by April, I want to know about this class. I want to know. I want to know. Um, so I host the class every week. I do a free class every week, which is a, another beautiful thing. It, I call Kickbox Sculpt my community class. And you might be asking this question next. You know, I guess like, I think everybody got like a why and a mission and a vision for mm -hmm. their business. And for me, like, I would say my goal when I created Kickbox Sculpt was I wanted to be able to give my gifts to my people. And they weren't, they, they not coming. Let me tell you, they not coming to <laughs> Homewood. They not coming to Mount Brook. They not coming to Crestline. Mm -hmm. They not, they not coming, you know, they not coming. Um, but I wanted to be able to expose them to another way of health, to, you know, another way of helping your body, another way of being mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically healthy, because I know that's what I was given. Like, I know I was, I'm bringing that heavy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how do I give this to my people? So I was like, man, let me see if I could do this for free. One time a week, not two. All the other ones, you got to pay for it. But mm -hmm. once a week, every Wednesday, I'm like, what you doing Wednesday? <laughs> you know, what you doing? You should, you should come kick it with me. And, um, and I take all of that, every single time I do a class, I take every single thing, all of that knowledge, all those freestyles, and I just write it down and keep it for phase two of Kickbox Sculpt. But it is really like, my mission is to give it to my people. Mm -hmm. And that, I have been able to like give it to my people because you know what happens? I look up to these exclusive events and there go my people, you know, cause they following. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they got exposed to something else. They're like, man, I don't care. I I know what I get from this. Yeah. I know what I get from this. Like, this brings me more. This makes me more whole. This makes me feel more healthy. Man, I, I, I've never done anything like this before. And wow, like, I, where it's going to be at, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Now my people become, they become a part of that that movement that's far bigger than I just need to give this to my people. Right. Know, they right. hopefully it transcends into their family and their kids and you know, they bring their aunties and who who ain't jumped in a long time. <laughs> you know, who, you know, they come in there and be like, hey, I don't, my knees don't do X, Y, Z and my back, my low back and um, and the, you know, it's guys in my class. I just, I, I find it fascinating because they pull from the people that they love to bring them in the room too. And it just lets me know that I'm doing what I'm doing in the right way. And every time I thought about quitting, because it ain't easy. <laughs> oh, I know. I can it ain't easy. It ain't easy. Every time I thought about quitting, every time I thought about it, I'm not, I'm done. I'm not having this no more. Like, I'm doing this for free. I ain't even getting paid for this. Like, I'm like, April. Hey, like, is this worth this time? Mm -hmm. And then I go, man, you um, you work, you get to work out in class too, so it's still valuable to your health. But every time I thought about quitting, they show up in the droves. Like, and I know that they at this point that they ain't just showing up because it's free. 
Right. 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 They ain't just showing up because because it's free. Because now they probably donate more to the class than I've seen anybody donate. And the class has everything that it needs from music equipment to yoga mats to, you know, we're going to do some t-shirts and some, some other gloves and things later on in the future. But most of them come open-heartedly ready to like, be like, I got that. I'm going to take care of that. Just don't stop coming. Right. Just don't stop bringing this here in my community because this community needs it. And um, I'm like, okay, y'all rocking with me. I'm going to rock with you. (laughs) Right. You go when you, like you said, feel like I can't, I'm not doing this. It's free. So you do need that because it's when you're doing what you know you're put here to do and you're passionate Mm -hmm. about it, it it doesn't matter if it's Mm -hmm. free or if you charge it. You know, and so you're getting that firsthand because then, like, what would you be doing? You would be sitting thinking, I could be doing that class. I could be teaching my class, exactly. I could be doing that. And you changed the game when you did, so you wanted to make it smaller, more intimate. But when you make something, like, exclusive, it Mm -hmm. it was exclusivity that made people like, oh, only 40 people can get in here? Oh, I got, what's up with this class? Like, if it's like that, I need to be a part of it. Right, you can't get in. After this part is this, you can't get in. And you, you don't realize, next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't realize when you're doing it, you're like, oh, am I cutting people out? Am I cutting my messing myself up and narrowing it? But no, it just makes people want to do it even more. But when you said you heated up the room, that's where you lost me because um, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yes, I, I heat up the room. We try to I try to get it to 90 degrees in there. Um, it does not make it really hard when you got that many people in the room. Um I do give the disclaimer that, hey, if you've never worked out, now I do prepare your body going into it. You warm up your body to balance out the heat and your breathing. I teach you all those things when you're in the, in mm-hmm. class. But it is hot. And some sometimes you can get too hot. And I just go, hey, just walk out, catch your breath, come on back in, close the door. But don't let the heat out. Don't let the heat out. Don't let the heat out. Come quick, close the door. But, um, but yeah, I heated the room and let me tell you, people be coming to get the sweat. They come, they come to get the sweat. They be in there, the, the clients are in the room before I get there, just lounging in the heat, you know, <laughs> stretching, preparing. And some people, it's their first time. Um, and they go, who? They didn't, I, and I look at them like, your friend didn't tell you it was gonna be hot in here. <laughs> I know it was hot in here when she was in here last week. <laughs> oh, she she didn't tell you it was gonna be hot. <laughs> that would be I would be the friend looking at my friend, like, like oh, this what we doing? Okay, because I'm telling you, I went to a heated like a hot yoga or whatever it's called. And yeah. first of all, first of all, why did I do that? Because it was my first time even going to yoga. Like, who did I think I was? You did a Bikram class. I love those. It's hot. So it looks easy, but I worked every bone that I never knew I had. And then I got so high, I was about to pass out like I was sick to my mm-hmm. stomach. I said, no, this is not, I, I, I know I couldn't do this because I can't even take a real hot shower. <laughs> oh, yeah. Without being overheated. Like, I know how my body, you know, I, I knew that, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh, it's not gonna be like. It's gonna be fine. No, it was, no. <laughs> it's gonna be hot, it's hot. No, so, it's hot. I know that from knowing you, that you haven't always 
done this. This hasn't always been um, what you've done. You've done seven years or more, you know, or kind of delving into it, but you had the nine to five. Oh yeah. How did you get started on the, the track that you are on now? Like, how yeah. um, Well, you know, God got this crazy way of like, like when you think you got yourself together, just when you think you got yourself together, he reminds you that you ain't got nothing together without him, right? Mm-mm, right. And <laughs> and I had a very successful corporate career. I climbed my way all the way to the top, and I loved it. So let me just say, I don't knock corporate America at all. I absolutely adored corporate America. And it 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 took me some it took me some places I didn't know I was ever gonna be and taught me some things. Um, but I remember maybe in that last year of me working. Um, so let me tell you this: like I started um, on a, my fitness journey about two years before I left corporate America, and I just happened to have one of those bomb jobs where I had a company car, got a company card you um you know I was traveling all over the state it was good mm-hmm. I got to work out when I wanted to but when I finally got back to my desk and I would sit down I literally would have these sticky notes that would say um foundation Mac attack uh they would say um cardio kickboxing they would say get my black belt they would say start a nonprofit for women, single moms who want to work out but can't pay for it. Uh, Like these are things I would dream about in my corporate space. Um, While I was working my corporate job, I was thinking about how I can help people find this thing about being healthy Mm -hmm. when they may not have access to it. Because I reached a point in my life where I was like, man, I've never felt better. I ain't never not thought I went fine. You know, I thought I was fine. I thought I was fine when I was. It ain't, I ain't never not thought I was fine. I tell people that I'm like, what you talking about? Right. I don't care what I looked like before. I thought I was popping. <laughs> I was popping then. So I was like, I don't. You know, this new me is like just an, another popping level of me. So in in my corporate space, when I had I had the opportunity, my company I worked for um, got bought out. And I had the opportunity to leave or I had to reapply. I had to go through the whole process again. Um, That year I had started my own business and um, I had made a whole lot of money doing networking. And I had no idea that a side hustle could bring a sort of income in that you could live off of. Mm I had made $100,000 that year. And um, like, I probably scratch, just- re- Record scratch. You know what I'm saying? Made $100,000 doing that, side that hustle in a year, her right. side hustle. She just said she had a company car and credit card with her. <laughs> I was, so, I would, I didn't even realize that, you know, you don't know, you really don't know how much you're making when you're just doing something that you love. Like, you don't, 
you ain't even looking at it like that. And side note, I spent all of it. I ain't even know it was gone. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I spent all of it. It's gone. And you also don't. You also need to get find somebody to help you manage your money. Um, I that's not this my case now. I got somebody that helps me manage my money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and do my taxes and make sure that I file what is supposed to be filed. And that I'm saving for my daughter. Yeah. So you, you, but then I didn't. But I realized, like, A, if I just, like, worked a little bit harder on this side hustle, I could probably not go back to work. I mean, I got a 401k and a pension. I got a degree. If I don't, if I don't, if it don't work out, I could just go back to work. (laughs) That was, like, yeah. that, that was my thought process. Like, well, shit, if it don't work out. I could just go back to work. I'm gonna take six months off. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna be a stay-at-home mom. That was my thought. I'm gonna be a stay-at-home mom. I ain't never been a stay-at-home mom. I don't work the entire time. She, I took I only took six weeks off when she was born. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be a stay-at-home mom. That was like my wild idea. I'm gonna be a stay-at-home mom. That I don't ever want to be a stay-at-home mom again. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, baby. I sit on PTO for a year. You're going to be like, this is a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. PTO is a job, y'all. Um, if you're sitting on the board, like you actually on the board, you got a job, you making phone calls, you writing letters, you are asking people for money lots of times throughout the day. But it's a job, a freedom. But it's a job. It's a whole free job. Now, I did eat lunch with my daughter every day that year, almost every day. Um, and when they're in elementary school, that, that time is important. It was an adjustment for her because she would be like, Mama, what you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Mama, you here again? Oh, yeah, girl, I'm here. I'm here. I went for a run. I'm here. It's lunchtime, right? So it was, an, it was a big adjustment. Um, I was actually, um, I actually thought I was crazy. Like, but, you know, two weeks in, I was like, this is crazy. Then I, the you know month month two I was like I'm depressed I'm lonely. Yeah. But you were I, still doing your side hustle. I was still doing it, but I was alone. Like doing something else. Yeah, I was alone. though. you you do it and you go okay I'm by myself. Everybody else at work. Mm-hmm. Was this a good idea? This is not a good idea. This is a crazy idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have that like first initial your mama think it's a crazy idea your family starts to look at you crazy they're like what, what's what's going on what you doing and and for me I was just I just knew every time I worked out I was happy that's I just that's all I knew like I just knew when the, somebody came up to me in a grocery store one time and like tapped me on my shoulder and was like hey you don't know me but I follow you and I just want to let you know you changed my life. And I was like, I was like, what? She was like, you wake up every morning and you be like, I prayed. I had my smoothie and I'm going for my run and I feel good. I think I did that every day for for a while. And she told me that, um, I was like, why you say I, um, why'd you say that? Like she said that her and her husband weren't talking and she started, you know, her health journey. And 
he would make her smoothies in the morning for her. He started making her smoothies for her. And she said, that's when they were taught. And she was like, he would make my smoothies for me. And like, we weren't talking, we weren't communicating, but he would get up every day and do that for me. And then we event, like we started talking and now he's, he's going out walking with me. And I just want to, I just want to tell you, thank you. Yeah. And you just like changed my life. And I just, I want to say thank you. Ne- you never know who is watching your journey. Like you just never know. And not that you do it for for them. You just never know who you're inspiring. And I thought, man, I'm, this must be a gift. This got to be from the Lord, right? Because mm-hmm. this didn't come from not a class I took at school. Right. <laughs> I, think, I think you and I, um, this is sidebar, right? You you may or may not remember this. Um, but we, we used to walk, right? We used to walk. We might have took an aerobic class. I can't remember. We used to walk um, around this track, and we would be like, we're going to be skinny, fine, dime people. Yes, I do. And, um, <laughs> and we'd be like, skinny, fine, dime people. You know, like, and we would, that, that's the only fitness, like, <laughs> Oh, my God. I, I remember that. And I don't even want to be skinny now. But right. we were small. Like, and we was like, man, small. Yeah. We were small. We wasn't even doing it. It wasn't even anything. I don't know. We were just like, yeah, we just going to be bad. You know, we just going to be whatever that is. Like, we just want to be great. And let's just be skinny, fine, dime pieces. Like, I okay, that. all right. That's what we going to be. And... <laughs> And now that it's a whole new term for me now. Like, okay, I'm okay. Definitely a dime piece. You know, now you now it's like I'm I'm thinking about, okay, what were those references about? Hey, I'm gonna be I just wanna be good. I just wanna be healthy. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that when it comes to like me just grind like I I I don't have um and, and every now and then and to be transparent, like I do I do work a part-time job or I will like take on a new project or I will do something that's outside of fitness because I think it keeps me connected to people Mm -hmm. and then that's like something I find really important and just to be able to just connect with folks and talk to talk about something that's not fitness because I feel like fit the physical aspect of fitness um Every time I get an opportunity to do something different, I go, man, it must be somebody here in this space, in this other work environment that I'm supposed to meet. Mm-hmm. It's somebody's life I'm supposed to inspire, you know? So I just, you know, take those opportunities and go with them. And um, it's just, it's just been good. Like, it, it's just been really, really good. I'm glad I made the leap and this that's just the beginning of it like there's so many more things that I get to get to push out coming down the pipeline and I'm like okay where I'm gonna be where am I gonna be next where am I gonna be next I don't know (laughs) but you know you'll be doing what you're happy happiest doing yeah yeah you just you have to do you have to you have to follow your heart you got to follow those things that you're thinking about and not let anybody else, like anybody, anybody make you think that you're crazy right. or that you're doing, to, that you're doing too much. I, I'm a firm believer. Like 
anybody that asks you to do less in your life, they're just not on your team. Mm. They're just not on your team. That was a word right there. Right? That was a word right there. Because it's so so many people, myself included, just out there trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents doing what you love. Better get it. You know, you just... I just, I know people don't understand. People probably like my podcast. What should we be talking about? Why does she have these journals on here? Now she's selling shirts. Like, don't worry about it. You gonna get them from somebody. You might as well get them from me. Something, get them from right. me. something, something <laughs> is going to, something going to shake. That's what I always put. Something going to shake. Just let me do. I, I really wish I would have started a while ago. You know, years mm-hmm. ago, but I got traditional dad. You go to college, you get your degree, and you, you get a job. Yeah, all of yeah. that's a lie. Cause like my mama right there. Yeah, cause yeah. we met in college. Like it doesn't work that way, you know. So mm-hmm. I I totally get it. Just be on my team. Just be, be just on my team. Wrong with it. Just be on my team. You're supposed to have it right. Like what you're supposed to have it exceeding, abundant, overflowing. Correct. Right? So much that you could give it away. I want to be able to give it away. Mm-hmm. And it don't phase me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm I want to be the one to walk into Walmart, pay everybody layaways off. Like that's like one day. Like what you did, man? Just, just paying layaways off. Yes. I got that that Nike call. You know, like Nike call. <laughs> that's exactly. I was looking the other day at some some celebrity video on YouTube, and they just pay for everybody's stuff in line. And uh, the girl who posted it, she was like, you know, I, I said, you know, I always wanted to be that person. And she said, I wasn't able to pay for everybody in line, but I was able to pay for the woman in front of me, her right. baby. She was like, and I know I'm going to be blessed enough to, you know, pay for the woman behind me and in front of me or the man. She said, and it's mm-hmm. just going to progress. And I was like, I bet that is such a good feeling because uh, most of us have been in a place in life where we counting up what we got in our basket. Like, right. okay, can I Let me put come back. Yes. And even if the person is not less fortunate that's in front of you, but they're gonna remember that and they're gonna pay it forward. So Mm -hmm. I I feel you on that. And your energy is what what led us into the second part of our conversation before I started recording. And I was saying, you know what, we're gonna catch this on the recording too. You were talking about parenting. You were talking about parenting your daughter and I'm gonna let you introduce her talk about her but what stood out to me guys is um April was saying she just is a holistic parent like she wants to make sure that Asia she's just got to be healed from the inside out like she don't want her to hold resentment she don't want to harbor any anger you know she wants to know hey what are we being um grateful for this month like what are we what are we uh what affirmations are we speaking you know today and she just cracked me up with a story and i'll let her tell it but essentially her daughter told her like mama like i i'm not I'm not able to receive your negative energy right now. And it's funny because, you know, she taught her that and then she threw it right back at her. And I just thought it would be real good to touch on it because a lot of my listeners, like they're struggling with how they were parented, even though they're adult women. And then a lot of them are parents themselves. And so I know as a parent, you guys probably like, I'm not doing this right. Like, but you just really, really struck me as somebody who really is intentional and tries. So how do you parent from the inside out? Um, that's a great, that's such a great question. Um, parenting is just, it's not, it's not easy at all. And 
like my daughter, she is uh she's she just turned 15. And I say this all the time, she's a whole teenager. She's a whole teenage girl. And um I I always look at it like, but see, these are some of the things that we do and some of the things that I do. And I you're right, I'm very intentional when it comes to how we plan our months. And it's helpful to me to know like what's going on with her so that I can know like, hey, okay, where can I make some adjustments at? Um, one thing we do, we make a calendar every month. I have a whiteboard in my dining room and, um, you know, just a place where we're at and eat the most or we pass by the most. Uh, and every month I leave it to her. She writes the calendar out. And we set goals, we set mental goals, we set spiritual goals, we set emotional goals, we set physical goals as well. We didn't talk about that, but I'll tell you a little bit about that too. And um, and Asia, is, she's a big quote person. Um, if you would go into her room right now or her bathroom, she covers her walls with affirmations and her mirror with quotes. and. Um, and they sound things, they sound like, um, you know, shoot to the moon or uh, she's, she's got some beautiful ones. And a couple of years ago, um, I, I started, um, I'm, a, I'm a fitness instructor and I'm really intentional when it comes to like making sure that my clients not only are physically in check, but they leave out mentally in check because I think that it's important. You got to be mentally, spiritually, mostly physically like the full fit inside and out. Mm -hmm. And I thought, man, how, like, I got to be able to give this to the one person that I love the most in this world. Like I got to, if I, if I don't, then I, I, I failed. Like I failed at giving my gift right. to my, to my, to my, like this, this who going to carry on my little legacy. <laughs> and the, the one I'm trying to build, like we over here trying to build legacies, who's going to carry it on. And she, um, so one of the tiny things that I did and I thought was really, really um, cool, and this is one of the reasons why she loves quotes, is I would send her, for 30 days, I sent her a quote every day, an inspiring quote. I waited until after she got to school. So after eight o'clock in the morning, first part of her morning, I would send her a quote. I did it every day, whether she responded to me or not, okay? I will send her, you know, quotes. I will send her scriptures. I will send her things that I heard um, every day. Y'all, it took her almost two and a half weeks for her to respond back to one of them. Mm -hmm. And she'd be like, that's cool. You know, this little one, two words. <laughs> then about week three, she was like, mama, why are you always sending me these quotes? You know, and I, <laughs> I was like, do you like them? And so, and then the fourth week, she would, I'll go, sister, she says, why you always send me these quotes? I was like, all right, week four, your turn. You got to send me a quote every day. Mm -hmm. And, um, and she did. She mm -hmm. would send me the coolest little quotes every day. Or if I would think I want to post something on social media, she would be like, here, use this quote right here, mama. This is a good one. Mm -hmm. And so now that's the little thing we got. We'll send each other quotes or I'll send, bring her a new quote card, a new quote book, but she's usually on it. Um, but I, it's really part of that is I wanted to make sure that she knows how to, to inspire herself 
and how, especially when I might not be there to be like, okay, get up out of bed. Okay. Right. You know, all right. You got to You got to turn your music on. You got to get your vibe high. No matter what's going on in your day, you got to prepare your energy. You got to reset every time you got to get up. You got to go. You got to reset every single time. Like you cannot be sad longer than this amount of time. Like you've been in the bed too long. You got to move. And I, I like drill that into her, making sure that she knows that, hey, there's a way that you can feel whole. Like, and, and you, and you don't have to get it from me. Like you don't have to get it from mama, right? You don't have to get it from your friends. You don't have to be validated from a boy. You don't, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. Like you can find your wholeness right here within Mm. you. If you just hit this checklist, like, Hey, did I check in with my mindset? Did I say I'm beautiful today? Did I say uh, I am happy? Um, another thing that we did, um, is we talked about the universe. We, we did that, uh, law of attraction, uh, or I can't even think about what you call it, but I, I watched or read a book and I was like, well, you know, the universe ha- is magical. Like and, manifesting? Yeah. Like, you know, just manifesting things in your day. Like, Hey, even, and I started real small. I was like, Hey, if you just think positively, then positive things are going to happen. And she would be not believe me. And so I'll be like, okay, Asia, say all the lights going to be on green for me. I would do that every morning. All the lights going to be on green for me. I'm going to be on time every day. All the lights going to be on green for me. No matter what time I leave, we, you're not going to be late. You're going to be on time. Like, what? watch every light be green. Y'all, one day I told her to say, and every single light went green. All the lights was going to be Boom. We get so down, boom. As soon as we pulled up green, green, she was like, oh, it worked. <laughs> it worked. It worked. It worked. You know, the universe is always listening to you. You got to be consistent with it. You got to throw it out there. And I'll be like, hey, Asia, the universe, anytime she's going to be like, hey, the universe hearing you, you got to switch that up real quick. You got to switch it up real quick. But um, I thought that this was, I, I mentioned to Precious that, um, Every moment in our life isn't like that. She is still a whole diva. She's still very 15. She still has those moments where I'd be like, where is my sweet child? And who is this <laughs> smart mouth little girl right here that's talking to me? And I'm trying to like throw out some discipline. And um, in my house, it's like, give me your phone and mm-hmm. turn it off the TV. You got to go there. And um, she she would say, these are type of things. She'd be like, mama, I just don't need your negative energy today. <laughs> I just don't, I, you are, can you just really check that? Can you just really check that? Just, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to say anything disrespectful, but your, your energy. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's funny because I know I taught her that. Like, I know, I know I taught her that. <laughs> I know I taught her the negative energy don't live here. <laughs> like, right, right. We just do positive vibes up in this house. Like, no, we don't do negative. Like anytime she, we don't do that. you like, you got to reset. We don't do negative. We do positive vibes. Yes, I know. I know she got that from me. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't believe what you say. You know, <laughs> like, what did you say? just real quick and then and but most of the time I'm like okay let me just reset real quick mama you know there's no book to how to be a great parent Mm -hmm. maybe 
maybe I did say it wrong. Maybe, maybe I could say it a different way. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we need to take a minute and talk about it. Maybe, maybe I need to write, write it down. Maybe I could send her a text message and say, Hey, this is what I meant. Mm-hmm. This is what I really need you to do. This is why, this is why, mm-hmm. this is why you need to be ready at this time. Like I need you to be responsible because, um, and, or, or don't talk to me like that because I'm not your friend, you know, <laughs> like I'm your mama. Right. I right. know I'm cool, but I'm your, like, let's, you, you gotta, you gotta talk to me another way. Like let's, let's, let's reset because at the end of the day, you can't quit me and I can't quit you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't gonna, you can't quit me, boo. Right. You can, I'm, I'm, even if you wanted to fire my mama job, you can't. Right. You can't. You can. We're going to be together. We're going to be together tomorrow. We're going to be there next month. We're going to be together. We're going to be together. So we, you and I, we got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And what, what are we doing this month? And that's at the end of every month. Like, what are we doing this month? Like, what are we doing this month? What, what is something that you want to do to celebrate a goal that you might have? And some days I'll come in and Asia will have every single one of her goals written out and I haven't even got mine done yet. I'll be like, dang, she got her exercise, she got her workout, she got her meditation, she got her music, she got her homework goals, she got, you know, I'm like, dang, she got, she got the little boy that she like, you know, she, like, she just be like, Ooh, I, she, she be really, com- she's very, very responsible I found that now that she does it even when I'm not like yo let's 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 get this calendar done Mm -hmm. and and just visually being able to see a did I my self-care goal was to make sure I got a pedicure Mm -hmm. make sure um I invested some time and got myself a massage and she sees those things and she'll go hey so, you know, we ain't got but three days left this month. You ain't got that pedicure yet. Mm-mm. You know? Okay. <laughs> you know, say something like that. And I'll be like, oh, okay, let's go. Let's 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 make sure that we accomplish. Thank you for reminding me that I haven't taken the time to take care of myself. Because mamas, sometimes we forget that we got to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. in order to be able to be our best selves, to be able to take care of somebody else. Mm-hmm. And if you like me, I am grinding. I'm grinding. Mm-hmm. Like every day I'm I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm I might forget and be like, oh, I I do need a massage. Like I I probably having a pedicure, you know, or getting my nails done or having somebody else do my hair, those things will really, really would make me happy. Mm-hmm. Just like moments of my day to look down and be like oh my toes are pink you know like oh that's nice or not having to worry or not feeling stressed in your shoulders or whatever sometimes we just forget to take a moment and just do like okay how can I take care of me that way when you are stressed or when you don't feel like cleaning up you just say forget it I don't stress over things like that no more either I don't stress over <laughs> stuff like that, but, um, but, and I don't make Asia stress over it either. That's another thing, but I do teach her to like, she's, she's way more organized than me. 
and I was telling Precious that she does, she got way more self-care than I be having to go home. <laughs> right. And I don't know, I know, I know I teach her mental, spiritual, but I do not teach her hair, nail, skin. And she got, she got all that self-care a lot on lock. And now in turn, yeah, inspire, she inspires like me. Stuff. She washes her face. She has a regimen for her skin and yeah. her hair and conditioning it and sitting it on for this long. And I didn't do that at 15. We were talking about that, y'all. I don't know if y'all did, but I didn't do that at 15. I didn't do that. 15? I was, I don't know. I, I know I wasn't doing that. <laughs> I was not doing that. I was not taking care. I was happy that my mama took me to go get my hair done. Like, I think I might have gotten a job when I turned 16. Like, mom, I, it wasn't, I didn't get, I didn't have that. Mm-mm. My, I, I think, yeah, I think you, I think you just have to like take your time and find different ways. I did just get her a, a new book um, to read and I saw this online program and I thought, man, I will make her read this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was kind of pissed about, um, about me telling her that I wanted her to read this book. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just want her to be mentally strong. Like I want her to be, to know how to like, check in spiritually just I just so I'm I'm always getting these tools like yo hey check this out Mm -hmm. I want you to read this even if it doesn't take long I want you to tell me about it Mm -hmm. let's talk about it let's let's talk about it what do you think about that Mm -hmm. I'm constantly um there's a few card games that I like red table talk and um I actually use mentally stimulate me with her which is a relationship one Mm -hmm. um and just to kind of see what she thinks about relationships with men, because I know that she, I'm a single mom. Like it's not a man that's like hat pouring into her like that. Mm-hmm. So when I think, I want to know what she thinks about relationships or how she would handle situations with a boy. And I always, <laughs> she, she's very independent. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Uh, uh, no. Not a nan, another. I think it's just that <laughs> they got that Megan the Stallion um, uh, <laughs> generation right now. And <laughs> if you got fifteen year old, they probably like you know he gotta bring me a bag or whatever. Mm. And <laughs> I pray for the women out there who have sons, right? Because I'm like Asia. Listen, you got you got to dig deeper than that when you're looking at somebody and you're thinking about who you wanna invest your time and you gotta dig deeper and yeah it's that generation i think i think it is i think it's that generation but she'll figure it out like we did you know we figured it out we figured it out (laughs) she'll figure it out i think that um wanting her to be a good person on the inside and being intentional about it is it's amazing because like you said over and over, you want her to be strong mentally because people ask me how I deal with certain things all the time. How do I make the decision to cut certain people off or how do I make the decision to um, decide that I want to deal with you, you know, with a long handled spoon or whatever it is. And it's, it's because it's my personality is just in your face anyway, but um, I, my confidence comes from being mentally strong. Now, I don't really know where that came from, 
I really thank God really he just that's just in me from him I can't take credit for that but I think when you are mentally strong you are so much more equipped to handle what life throws at you more than you realize because you have got to have your mind like once your mind is gone everything else follows you know mm -hmm. and even aside from your heart because see your heart will have you making emotional decisions Mm -hmm. And you don't always want to listen to those emotional decisions because your emotions will have you get a man or a woman that you know you don't supposed to be with, but you love them, you know, wow. so you have got to be mentally strong. So I wanted everybody to hear um, how you parent, just a small piece of it, um, because... Mm -hmm. On this show, I know, I'm not, and I always tell people, I'm not a mom. I can't tell you this and that. I would never try to. But I always think mothers have the most important job in the world. And that don't, it, that don't sound hard. I mean, it just sounds hard and it scared me. And I just commend you guys because you have to raise a whole human being or two or three or five or six, however many you have. Right. I, I know I, it is hard. I just can't imagine. You know, it's so. Hard. I wanted people to hear that. I wanted them to hear and be inspired by it and maybe get some ideas from, um, you know, what you said and, and like the calendar and the goals. That's just amazing because it sets her up for setting her own goals in life. Because if you don't know what you're working towards, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. What, what, what are you, you just aimlessly walking around. And I did for a long time because I didn't know about just, I wasn't raised to like set goals. No, the neither was I. Neither was I. I wasn't. Right. Right. We just go to school, just go to school, get a Let's job to to and live happily ever after with all this debt. So debt. I'm yeah. still paying right. You know, you like, man, nobody told nobody. Nobody. My parent my mom wasn't like that either. She wasn't like, Hey, I watched her do hustles, like little side hustles, but I she didn't bring me along. Right. She she wasn't like, Let me teach you how to manage money. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> she wasn't like, let me teach you how to be happy. She was more like, don't talk to that boy. Um, you know, there was there was a different way of disciplining disciplining me, and you know that resulted in crazy moments between me and my mother. Mm -hmm. But and you know the thing is, our parents did what they thought they were supposed to do. Right. Okay. We're different. You got millennials like right now that's million millionaires from YouTube mm -hmm. videos. Like we didn't have mm -hmm. that. Like mm -hmm. it's almost too good to be true, but it, it's out there. Like it happens. It's it happens. People are making mm -hmm. money off of social media. So in their lifetime, it was like you have to have education in order mm -hmm. to you know be something and be somebody. They didn't know because my dad had more than one job, but they were none of them. I mean, he's a pastor. And so that is like being your own, but not in the sense of opening a business or, you know, right. providing another kind of service. He's always kind of had these different jobs working for other people aside from that. And it's, it's just amazing because you have to set your kids up to know, your parents didn't care about what we were passionate about. They didn't care. No. My dad never one time asked me, what does your heart say about what you want? No, to do? not one. <laughs> Not once, not one, not one time. And that's the difference. I think that that is they were just worried about us having money to be able to buy that little house and and to put food on the table. They didn't care about what she was passionate about because their parents didn't care about what they were passionate about. And so mm -hmm. times have changed. And I think that the way 
it's your parenting is great it's amazing and i think that she's going to be different from a lot of her peers because I, I don't know that people have they don't understand how like holistic like from the inside out like you want her to be a good person not yeah. just on the outside on the surface where she go to school what she drive and how mm -hmm. much money she make you don't want just that for her you want yeah. her to be a great person at the end of the day i do i do i want her to be able to be i, I want that i think i think that's important because who like there's so i, I see girls who i go man like, I know, I know why, like, they're her friend, or I know why, because she just, she's just a, she's a, a ray of sunshine when it comes to, like, you know, the positive person in the group, mm -hmm. or, hey, y'all, we gonna do a squat challenge. One day, I was like, why are you so, she was like, I'm sore. I was, I was like, why? Oh, uh, we in the middle of the squat challenge. You know, you're like, what? You know? <laughs> And it's just like she coordinated it with her friends, and you know who you gotta have that. You gotta have yeah. you got that friend who's like man. But that okay. would have been you though. That, that, that would have been, been you in college. Like maybe it might not have been the squat challenge, but it it might have been something else. Like yeah. your the core of who you are, April, hasn't changed. Your your needs. I mean your desire to help people. Has, it, ha it hasn't it hasn't faltered it hasn't changed you've always been optimistic you've always been who you are you've just found a way to allow who you are and your personality to align mm -hmm. with what you do for a living so you've always been a given person because you used to, used to drive that corolla and we used to be piled up in that corolla piled up in there like we going and, and we that, all going let's go and you used <laughs> to be like Oh, y'all hungry? Well, I got three dollars, so you got a dollar fifty, and I got a dollar fifty. That's always been April. She's That's always true. been that. So you just found a way to leverage that into making a living for yourself. So I'm, I'm extremely always have been proud that you were my friend anyway, regardless of what you were doing, because I wow. always knew you were going to be doing something anyway that was going to be dope. Um, so I know that. Like the court, like you say, you always thought you was fine. Yeah, always fine. you know, you never had an issue with like who you thought you were and feeling bad about yourself. You just had your personality and then your work, but now you've been able to combine both of them. So yeah. I think it's amazing. I'm happy that you took some time to talk to me. Um, we're gonna get these people in Birmingham more um, into what you're doing. Yeah, so they can be exclusive too. How can we reach you? Like, what's your social media? all of that good stuff all that good stuff i'm on instagram i am april mac fit and i have all of my places that i teach at which is gauntlet fitness um i'm at empower pilates and cycle my signature class kickbox sculpt is on there and um you can and i just launched my podcast i cannot wait to to like do some more interviews i jumped into it so quickly and realizing that you know podcasting ain't easy either so uh hands off to you and um but it's a, the warm-up cool down and it is definitely fitness inspired but mentally spiritually emotionally inspired and um you can contact me via email how can you book your girl i am booking for 2020 yeah. um just just shoot me an email at macfitcontact. spell it all out at gmail.com 
and um, you know, slide into my DMs. I answer them all the time. You can follow Kickbox Cult page or on Facebook. I'm just April McAttack. And the group page on Facebook for my kickboxing class is called MacFit um, Kickboxing Bootcamp. It's still called the Bootcamp, but we have about 500 members strong in the group chat. And a lot of people are just in there like, hey, when's class? When are we having class? Um, and we post pictures all the time in there. So it's a fun little group uh, to be a part of. If you're on Facebook, just find me and you, you get to get right in. I don't even have any blocks or locks on it, but find the page, get on in there. And I'm going to have it all listed. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. get it um, and list it in the details for the show um, in the notes. So you'll be able to click on it uh, and mm-hmm. go directly to whatever you are looking for. And so we look forward to seeing your faces in these mm-hmm. classes and in these groups. And you let us know, keep us up to date with what's going on with the podcast so we can get some faithful listeners to that as well. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much. Um, We're going to catch up after the recording. Yes. Or we're going to have to set a goal, too. You're going to have to put me on the dry erase board. I'll put you on the dry erase board. And I'm going to put you on my bathroom mirror. I write my goals in chestnut matte liner on my mirror. So judge me if you would like. That's the way I get down. I will talk to you guys later. Next episode. Check it out. Okay, guys, you've just listened to another episode of Unmothered and Unbothered. I hope you enjoyed it just as much as I did enjoy making it. If you did enjoy it, please leave me a rating and a review in iTunes. Head over to IG and follow me at Unmothered Unbothered Podcast. I also have a Facebook page. Please go like and follow the Unmothered and Unbothered Podcast. And please feel free to join the private Unmothered and Unbothered group within that Facebook page. If you need me for anything else, you can always email me at unmotheredandunbothered at gmail.com.